Hello and welcome to the Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I'm Ed Pete. We're girls. We nerd out. We are here to spend some time with you and catch up. We missed you so much. Yeah. Um, when we are not talking directly into your ear holes, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at the Nerd Out. We have a Facebook page. You can email us info at thenerdout.com. You can find us on Stitcher as well as iTunes. Um, also, like I don't know, maybe I don't know your life. Maybe you only listen to things on the web. In which case, you can go to <laughs> www.thenerdout.com and click a little button there and listen to us on the web. Uh, we like reviews, so why don't you go to Stitcher or iTunes, leave us a review, especially a five-star review, <laughs> and we'll read it on our next episode. This is true. How about that? This is true. Um, welcome back from your month-long Indio, <laughs> and welcome back to our listeners who have been treated to not one, but two Just the Tips. Yes, and other than that, crickets. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah Sorry, uh, guys. Love you. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, I think it was, if you haven't listened to Just the Tips 1 and 2, you should go back because... Yeah, they're pretty they're, funny. They're super quick, and they're pretty funny, and it's uh, us going to Coachella Weekend 2 on the road, uh-huh. on my iPhone. Literally on the road. And uh, coming, returning back. Yes. Um, so... Then I got home, we got home, and then Tia had to go back out again yep. for stagecoach. Yep, third This weekend. is a country cella. Yeah. So how do we do, oh, you were going to um, maybe see how many um, MAGA Yeah, how many hats. Make America Great Again hats yes. I could find. Um, I didn't see one. I saw a couple Trump t-shirts, Ugh. and I saw some, I saw some, so in the campground there, it's RV camping, and I saw more Confederate flags than I should have to see. Cause that's on the that's regular that's on the regular yeah that there's Confederate flags but I'm sure I now saw at least a dozen I'm sure there's like so I saw much a couple more. of the like don't tread on me snake ones that are sort of associated with the Tea Party um, and then I saw a couple Trump I saw a couple Trump flags but you know what I saw the most and that's the one that always makes you the happiest you? you got the American flag America uh-huh. and then underneath it you got the California flag uh-huh. I'm like that's right people let's remember <laughs> that that's who we are we are Americans we're, and, and we're we are Californians, Californians. yeah. California's the best. Yeah. Um, so how was it overall for you? It was good. Uh, I had a really excellent um, experience on night two. Um, I, first of all, I got to see Jason Isbell and Dwight Yoakam, both of whom I love. Oh, nice. So that made me happy. And then uh, there was a super limited ticket. Um, <laughs> Ritzy's like, talking to your microphone. <laughs> um <laughs> There's a super limited ticket opportunity for a meet and greet with Keith Urban. Oh, nice. And who I don't have a whole lot of feelings about one way or the yeah, other. Like, yeah. I like him all right. Yeah. You know who he is. I know who he is. And um, and then uh, and our friend Derek was doing it, Mr. D. He does a shake and howdy. The shake and howdies. <laughs> Mr. D. So I texted him. I was like, hey, can I still, do you still got like an extra spot? And you're like 30 to do the Keith Urban meet and greet. He was like, if you can get over here right now. Woo! So I was like, oh, shit. So it's very, it's difficult to get from one place to the next in Stagecoach because it's all like walled off for mm. like seating areas, reserved uh. seating areas. So I, and I had two friends with me and I wasn't sure if I was going to get them in. So I was like, come on, you guys, come on, come on, come on. And they're like, what, what? I'm like, come on, come on, come on. And they're like lollygagging. And then we got there and he was like, yep, all three of you guys. And they're like, wait, what? What's happening? I was like, we're going to meet Keith Urban. They were like, stop it. Oh my God. <laughs> 
So we went in. Um, I was wearing my my T-shirt that says "Wasted Days and Wasted Nights." <laughs> nice, and Pro- so, appropriate, appropriate. Mm-hmm. And so I walked in. Like we stood in line. We we're the very last people. Mm. We go in, and he saw. <gasps> Wasted days and wasted nights. And he was like, yes. He's like, are you a Freddie Fender fan? I was like, I love Freddie Fender. And then and he- for those of you who do not know, a Freddie Fender is the only Mexican Latino. I don't know if he's Mexican. I think he's Mexican. Yeah, he's but he's Mexican. Latino for sure. Um, country singer. He was like super famous in the 80s. Had huge hits. Yeah, huge. Before, you up. know, and I think that with the name like Freddie Fender and the reliance on radio and not on video or anything... Nobody had any fucking idea. That exactly. Freddie Fender like was a Mexican. Freddie Rivera. <laughs> Freddie Rivera Fender. Freddie Gonzalez. <laughs> so, um, so, that's awesome. Yeah. So, and he's like, he's a hugger. Ah. So he went in for the hugs, and I am here to tell. We had a couple pictures taken. I had ridden around on a golf cart for like eight hours. So you were. So musty. I was dirty, and yeah. I was a hot mess. Whoa, so I'm really whoa. hoping that I don't look terrifying in the picture. <laughs> um, was it email it to you? Uh, they have a website. They haven't posted it yet. <laughs> oh, shit. And, um, but I will say, like, we walked out of it and we were all dazed. Like, he's, he's not, like, sometimes you see famous people, especially really good looking ones, and they have this, like, preternatural beauty to them. Yeah. That they look, they're, like, elven or magical. Yeah, yeah. He had a little, he had a little dusting of that. Mostly he was just, like, really, really handsome, kind of small. Oh. Um, but we walked out and we looked at each other and we're like, he smelled so good. <laughs> I have never smelled a man, I have never smelled a woman that smelled as good as Keith Urban smelled. But don't you get certain vibes from Keith Urban, like... Like the SSO? Yeah, a little bit. Always, always. Maybe a little, but maybe a little. He, um, God, maybe Nicole Kidman's his beard. Yeah, um, I mean, cause, but it's also hard to read because he is Australian, right? Yeah. So I don't know, but. I know, like, well, I mean, he's not all like, good die, mate, and like chewing on a boomerang. Yeah, but he's like, like his hair is always a little too highlighted, a little too pressed. His hair is so perfect. <laughs> Um, and so my friend that one of the friends that I dragged, she texted her husband. She was like, Oh my God, we met Keith Urban. He smells so good. And the husband was like, Oh no, that's a thing. Google it. And so we Googled it. And apparently like a week before he'd been on Ellen and they did a fake perfume commercial. And she was like, people say that you're the best smelling celebrity. What's your secret? That's hilarious. And then I was, as I'm like scrolling through the Google results, there is also, they asked Luke Bryan, another country singer, for those of you who do not know. And they were like, hey, what are you most looking forward to to the Country Music Awards this year? And he was like, smelling Keith Urban. <laughs> Shit, that's hilarious. So apparently it's a thing. Confirmed. Yeah, he smells so what good. What do you smell like? Floral? No, sweet, kind of like earthy, oh. leathery, oh. like those kind of super masculine-y smells. Oh, nice. Mmm, girl, I do not know. <laughs> I was like, I could just sit here and dream of the way Keith Urban smelled. <laughs> Um, so that was great. And, uh, then I came home, but we had a good time. You know, Mm -hmm. one thing I will say, so I worked with, um, the box office team. We have a private Instagram account that we shared a bunch of all of our funny (laughs) pictures on. And a couple of people did a, um, a yearbook on Instagram (laughs) and, uh, I won a couple awards. What what award did you win? Um, you'll understand because you saw me, um, (laughs) I won best unibrow. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, dude, wait, 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 wait. So I mean, we were trying to see Ti, right? And um, it's, it's bad reception in different sections of the fucking 
craziness of Coachella. So we're, we went to the outdoor stage, Karen Hernandez and I, to go see our good friend Carrie, who was doing working the outdoor stage. So we're hanging out on the back road, and um, I'm sitting in front with Carrie, and we're just parked right there in the, in the golf cart, and we're behind the outdoor stage, right? And all of a sudden, I see... I see this uh, golf cart, like, person, this woman, like, backing up. And, and I was like, she kind of looks like T.I. I was like, it can't be her because she has a unibrow. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then remember, you came over and I was like, what is, what is happening? Like, what yeah. is? And it, not only did she have a unibrow, but it looked like, I forget the name of the character, but her, her eyes, her eyebrows were, like, were, like, extra fluffy at the top where they arch. And it was, like, out of line. <laughs> I think what I think happens is that you wear your, I wear my big sunglasses all day when I'm driving a golf cart and it's like super dusty. And then like over the top of the sunglasses, it gives you this huge monobrow of dirt. But, but then you said that you think that the yeah. eyebrows are crazy because you put some stuff to like keep them in place. Yeah. I, I have like my, my brow dirt. gel and I think that it maybe just got stuck in the brow gel. I don't know. But so I want best unibrow and I oh also, I also want class clown. Oh, that's a good one to get. Which was good. And I told my friend Sean that. And she was like, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah. She was like, I don't think you're that funny. <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, thanks. She's like, no, no. I mean, like, you're dry. You don't seem like a class clown. I was like, dry this, motherfucker. <laughs> they appreciate that, though. Yeah. That's I, what they get yeah. it. They understand it. Yeah. Because everyone, everyone around that works, it's dry humor. It's dry humor. Yeah. It's dry humor. And so when yeah, they see it's someone... Little, it's gallows humor. Yeah. And when they see someone who who is, you know, thrives, who who's, who's, who's you know, well-versed in dry humor, yeah, <laughs> they can appreciate it. And, you know, I was appreciative given, like, most of the people working there are, like, 20 years younger than me. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, 10 years younger than me. That they, that they, yeah, the, yeah, because it's all like, like even some of the, some of the kids are still in college, yeah, and that they, I was like, at least they didn't give me like best Methuselah or something like that, <laughs> yeah. you know, totally, you know, hottest milf, <laughs> that would have been like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> so yeah, it was really sweet, that's and awesome. I loved, I loved working with the crazy kids, nice, it was a good time. Oh, that's great, yeah, and you're glad it's over, sure glad. Because, okay, so I got home, I, I got off at like 4.30, and Garth Brooks went on at 9.15. I really wanted to see a couple songs of Garth Brooks, because he's retired, whatever, I'll probably never yeah. get to see him. And the thunder rolls. And I was like, exactly. <laughs> and I was like, I got friends in, in low places. places. Um, and I was like, I was like, five hours. Do I, do I want to listen to a bunch of music I don't no. care about? No. And be sober for five no. hours? No. I could do one or the other. Yeah. But I'm no. not going to do both at the same time. No. So I just drove home. And then I, like, drove home, picked up some, took myself out to dinner. as a little celebratory thing. Yeah. Went home, fell asleep, was watched, caught up on, like, two episodes of The Walking Dead. And then um, went to bed and, for some reason, woke up at 5 a.m. and was <laughs> like, well, all right. To, like, stripped my bed, feather bed, all that crazy <laughs> shit, dragged it to the laundromat, sat at the laundromat for, like, three hours. And then I was like, it's eight o'clock and I've already done everything. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> that's crazy. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's my life. That's awesome. Hey everybody, that's my life. And then I'm going to Las Vegas to on see Friday to see Elton John. What? Does he have a residency or is this part of his yes, tour? Residency. He's oh. had a residency there for a few years. 
Um, Caesar's Palace? Caesar's Palace. Okay. It ends this month. Because then he's going to do and his And then tour. he embarks on his, like, two-year retirement tour. Yeah, if I happen to stumble upon tickets, like, for free, I'll I go would, see it. Yeah. I'll go see him. I'm oh, not paying. You better. <laughs> yeah. This is retirement. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. He's a legend. He's like the he's kind of the last person on my bucket list, aside from maybe Bruce Springsteen. Bruce. 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 Um, but yeah, to, I mean Elton John up here. Bruce Springsteen down here. Like okay. I'd still like to see him. Yeah. But Elton John, way up here. Elton John, if he's gonna retire. Yeah, and I've heard that the show in Vegas is amazing. Oh, that's cool. You will you report back I will on report that back. shit. Yeah, I can't wait. Um Awesome. So, stagecoach, Indio, all that shit's done. Done. Um, so, I wanted to uh, give an update. Uh, the last episode, I think I told the the story twice, and it was my mistake about the when I went to go get my mammogram and the Uber driver and how yes, we became friends yes, and we, yes. you know, da 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 da. So, I get a text from um, from. Uh, Carmelita, she used to be on the Wake Up Show, so she now she's the director of the Boyle Heights Art Conservatory, okay. and they're doing the they were doing this event called uh, Remixing Citizen. It was um, uh, a workshop for teens, and it was reworking this uh, book of poems by I forget the the name of the of the writer. Um, and then like the, they were gonna remix it, rework it, and then at the end they were gonna workshop and be able to write like. A poem or blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, right? And so it was supposed to be Maya Jupiter, who's a singer. Uh, she's married to Aloe Black. Okay. Um, and then uh, it was supposed to be her, and then it was supposed to be Medusa, who's like local legend, hip-hop legend, uh, female MC. But then she had to drop out last minute. So she was like, hey, do you know of anyone that, you know, any other female MCs here in L.A., da 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 And I was like, hmm. And, you know, Medusa is um, in the LGBTQ you know, community or whatever. And I was like, hmm, I, was like, I don't know. And I was like, let me think about it. And then I was like asking around and I was like, oh, shit. The Uber driver told me that he, that I should check out this one artist that she's from like South Central or like down here, South LA. Um, and she's up and coming. Da, da, da. She might have been, I don't know if she was Grammy nominator. I don't know what. And then I was like, I looked up her Instagram. I looked him up again. And then I looked up her Instagram and I was like, oh, her name is Jizzle. She's pretty dope. She's in the LGBTQ community. Maybe she might down. Long shot. Hell Mary. So I hit him up. I was like, hey. I go, um, he just goes by, it's Nooch. So it's Nooch. I was like, hey, Nooch. I go, I don't know if you remember me. Because, you know, to him, I'm, I'm like. Yeah, how I many rides a day does he do? You know, and I could be his mama. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I was like, hey. I go, I don't know if you remember me. You know, the you lady, I like, the lady who got the mammogram and then we like talked about da, 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 da. He's like, yeah, of course I remember you. I was like, hey, I go, yeah, do you happen to have a contact for that one MC Jizzle that you're telling me? He goes, he's like, what do you need? I was like, well, and I told him about the event. I go, it's, you know, it's for this. He's like, do you have a link to the youth center? I'm like, yeah. I go, you know, it's a really dope thing. Da, 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 da. He's like, he's like, you're lucky. I'm her contact. I'm her tour manager. Stop it. <laughs> I was like, word. He's like, yeah. He goes, he goes, I think she would love to do it, but let me see. It's about scheduling. Uh-huh. So then I was like, okay, well, he's like, yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, send me, he's like, send her my contact information. I was like, okay, da 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 da. And I was like, oh, I don't even know what's going to happen. Oh, it happened, kids. Wow. <laughs> Isn't bringing that people crazy? together. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I get and then like Jizzle posted Nooch. about it, and it, it, his name is Nooch. Nooch. I was Nooch. like, do I have her call you? It's Nooch or just Nooch? <laughs> he goes, just Nooch, just Nooch. Play. I go, okay. So then they emailed back and forth, and they cc'd me on it or whatever, and and I was just like, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I love that small world thing. Super we'll small have, world, bring people we, together. Can we have links in the show notes to the Instagram? Yes. For all of the above. Yes. So, yeah, I will. Cause, and okay. I have a, a link to the actual, like, the flyer for the event. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, and so it, like, literally happened, like, I think it was, like, a couple of weeks prior to the event. Like, it was so last minute. Uh-huh. She did it. And then there's a, I'll have an exact link to Jizzles where she shows where the kids and all them and the kids say what the poem that they, it, I mean, it's just for the kids, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I loved it because it was people of color all coming together. Music just brought everyone together. And uh-huh. then he posted about it and he said, thanks to, you know, Richie P for the assist. No, I almost started crying. No I was problem. like, this is awesome. Super cute. That's great. Yeah. Um, and then super, super quick, I'm going to try not to cry. Um, it's, when, okay. it's okay if you <laughs> When we went, the first um, Just a Tip we, I said that I had gotten devastating news and I didn't want to say it on, you know, cause I knew I was going to post it that night or whatever, but I didn't want to say it because it wasn't public knowledge yet. But, um, most of you know, you know, um, Milcito's from Dilated Peoples and Evidence's, um, uh, partner, the mother of his two year old, uh, their two year old son, uh, my nephew, Enzo, uh, she lost her battle with, uh, breast cancer and literally, <laughs> Like, literally found out pretty much right before T.I. came to pick me up. And I couldn't cry because I didn't want um, the supernatural bear to see because that's his Thea Wendy. And he was just asking about it. He knew she was sick or whatever. And um, so, anyways, I can talk about it now because it's public. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to uh, pay homage to her and uh, just honor her and stuff. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't know her that well, but we were getting to know each other and we were texting um, what we started to do is she had gotten breast cancer when Enzo was only uh, a couple of months old. And so when she beat, she had beat, um, you know, we, we would text while she was at the last stages of her treatment and she beat it. Like she had beat, she had beat it and she was going to get um, reconstructive surgery. So I thought like, wow, like, you know, everyone has kids. Um, this is like a crazy time. It should be about quality time. So I was like, oh, me, her, and Wendy, who is Babu's uh, partner, we should get together. We have a lot of fucking shit in common dealing with these fools. And uh, so I was like, like, why don't, and we're, I was texting, we had a text thread, and I was like, why don't we have these dinners where we just get together every couple of months? I go, we could be like the Glaude, the glorious ladies of Dilated. And so we started to do that. We got one done, and then the second one we weren't able to do because she was having a reconstructive surgery. Um, and she was super excited about that, and we were going to have another one, but then that's when it came back to her brain. Um, and then we had, Lena. we were with her, like, texting. We had a text thread, and, um, you know, she was, like, brave, and then, you know, she was, like, letting us know how it was going and just being really honest about how it was really not going as well as the previous time. And then, you know, then she texted us, like, you know, just talk to Ev because I can't doing it anymore like and so that's when we knew that it, w- it wasn't going well and then we got the news so yeah so we uh, Marisol and I we we decided that we're gonna you know in the next in the near future um gonna do do it up dinner and just you know do the the glad um for Wendy mm-hmm. so 
Yeah. So I just wanted to, to mention that. and Very sad. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the tiniest of consolations to know that um, she was a pretty amazing person and yes. leaves, like, these great memories yes. that people have of her behind. Like, that's certainly yeah. a testament to a life well lived. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then I just wanted to announce super quickly, um, I will have a booth at uh, the When She Rises slash Ladies Love Project going down at Spark, which is a, a art, the amazing art space that's in Venice. And it'll be indoor-outdoor. I just saw you post about that. That looks yeah, so cool. And it'll be July 7th from 3 to 8 p.m. Okay. And the Supernatural Bear is going to be at my booth for a little bit. He's going to be guys, helping me. You guys, if you are in the L.A. area and you... Want to meet Ritzy? Um, although I guess a lot of you listening probably do know Ritzy. And if you want <laughs> to, if, if you want to see some of her art, but most importantly, if you want to meet her amazing child, yeah. highly recommend. He'll be there. He's like, can I help you set up? I'm like, yeah. He's like, can I help you sell? I was like, of course. I'm gonna make you a sign so you can walk around and be like, go to my mama bear's uh, stand and buy my mama bear's good. Like you'll be selling my shit. Oh yeah. Oh, he's gonna sell my wares. Um, yeah. So that's uh, <laughs> July seventh. Okay. Um, we're, we have a lot of stuff to cover. We do. It's going to be long, um, It's going to be a long one. <laughs> Should have given you a heads up. Yeah. So, you know, buckle up, get a tea, get some liquor, get whatever. With, yeah, whatever you need to do. Um, let's just go in order. Okay. Let's talk about some podcasts. Okay. We talked about T.I. I don't know if we talked about it on because it was so long ago. Uh, did you talk I about think, it on I here? I think that we did talk about Dirty tell, John. Tell, tell the people real quick what Dirty John was. Dirty John is a podcast. It's done by uh, oh, yeah, a did. Los Angeles Times writer who wrote this article series and then did a podcast along with it about a guy who, um, not going to spoil anything here. Uh-huh. I'm guessing by the title, dirty John, you're going to, you're going to guess <laughs> not, not a good guy, kind of a con man. And the people that he fooled and kind of like what his con was and the degree to how dangerous he was and how he just wormed himself into these people's lives. Yeah. Just real crazy. Yeah. Um, we I think we did talk about it real quick, and we without spoiling it, we said uh, Walking Dead for the win. Yeah, Walking, Walking Dead, Dead for the win. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't listened to it, listen to it. But I just wanted, for those who have listened to the podcast, let you know that there's a, a, a new episode of that's available called Dirty John Live, where I believe they're here in L.A. at the Ace Theater or something like that. Okay. And um, it's the host Mm-hmm. of the show he's on there for a little bit and then some of the people that are part of the story are there live showed up yes and they're talking about are they defending themselves <laughs> for being dipshits <laughs> um and they talk about like the aftermath and like how hmm. they felt and you know oh i'll have to check that out i yeah, didn't realize that yeah they updated it with that and you know what i think they they did a good job too it was a it was a, i forget who the moderator was it was a female but uh, what they also did was they also had experts on like the the prosecutor who prosecuted this um this mm-hmm. case um someone that was in charge of like domestic uh, abuse, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. um, those cases and, and, and someone that was part of, part of the ticket sales went to this one organization, um, where they help, um, not, you know, cause they're not all women, um, uh, but mostly women, um, get out of these, you know, types mm-hmm. of relationships. relationships. So they, yeah. So, and they talk about like, 
as a as a family member friends like what you should do to help and mm-hmm. then they were, they were talking about this story and just in general how the goal of the abuser is to alienate their partner mm-hmm. so that they are alone and they all they have is them to count on so if they their goal is to have all their friends and family bone out and yeah. leave them alone yeah. so he they were saying they're like I know it's hard and I know you hate seeing your someone that you love or whatever in that situation, but the best thing to do is to not leave. Uh-huh. Like to always stay in contact, like, you know, um, try to understand that it's not that easy to just bone out and leave. It's, you know, they're talking about the whole cycle of, of these, um, abusers and how they know exactly what they're doing. And I thought that was, that was great and very important that they had that as part of the, the uh-huh. show, the podcast, you know, so they, so that they gave some information and it wasn't just like, uh, it wasn't like they were like, they weren't talking about how those people were dipshits. They're kind of just <laughs> humanizing them being like, listen, like they had his ex-wife on uh-huh. and then how they're, they bond, you know, uh-huh. and stuff like that. And they had the dog on, uh, <laughs> oh my God. yeah, it, it's pretty good. So okay. I don't, I okay. definitely recommend um, yeah, so what, what, what else we have here, T.I.? Uh, we have Atlanta Monster. Did you listen to that? Mm-mm. Okay, so Atlanta... You told me to, but I haven't. Yeah, yet. Atlanta Monster is an interesting one. I, I almost say that, like, if you get about a third or a half of the way through it and you're bored with it, don't worry about it. I think you got the highlights. <laughs> okay. But feel free to stick around. Like, the thing about it that's interesting is, um, and I didn't realize this because we would have been, been little kids, but in the late 70s and early 80s, um, more in the 80s, there was a child killer, um, a child serial killer, uh, as in the, the serial killer was not a child, like, yeah, like Chucky yeah, or yeah. something. <laughs> it was a serial killer who targeted children, yes. um, primarily black boys. Mm. And um, there, for the most part, there would, did not appear to be any um, like sexual trauma. Okay. <coughs> they were almost always strangle, strangled. Um, and, uh, <coughs> so let's see. So that was in, that was in Atlanta. It was like a whole, there were like over the course of probably three years, two years, there were like 30 some kids killed. Fuck. And like, you never hear about that. Wow. And they might not all be ascribed to this one particular killer, but, um, they might, there might be other ones that they don't know about. I'm just saying. So... The thing that was really interesting is a lot of that kind of stranger danger from our childhood yeah. or, like, catchphrases that people say, like, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children Child, are? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, like, a, a public service announcement that they would have on the TV. Because back in the day, you just turned your kids out. And they ran around, and they got into trouble, and they rode their bikes, and then they came home at some point and went to bed. Yeah. Um, Free so, range. Mm-hmm. So it was really interesting. And if the guy, if the guy who did it, if the guy that they busted for the crime is the guy who did it, and there are, there are many people who don't think that he is. Was he black? Black. Okay. He is the only black serial killer. Hmm. Which is interesting. Yeah. Um, like, statistically speaking, there are no black serial killers. Yeah. Well, shaking shake <laughs> the studio in the Don's. Yes, we're in the Don's studio. Um, so that makes it kind of interesting. Wow. And, 
And, you know, that would actually lead me as a big fan of things like science to say, like, well, then maybe that's not him because yeah. why would there just be one? Yeah. But then, like, other people were like, do you think that, like, a white person would have a very difficult time going into these neighborhoods and not arousing suspicion and getting a kid in a car and taking off with them? Unless that person was, like, the Golden State Killer and a police and a officer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the whole thing was fascinating, and it explored all the different all the different theories. I thought that the reporting was not super great, oh. but it, I learned so much, especially, like, the first few episodes, that I really I recommend that. If you're into, um, like, if you're into serial killers and death and destruction, this is your podcast. <laughs> These are your people. Yeah, your Check people. it out. If I was in college... Mm-hmm. I'd be about this and anything about... I was, like, so obsessed with serial killers. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. I was all about it, so this would be totally up my alley. Uh-huh. Now, um, I think... Because you recommended, I, I I might, and because it seems so fascinating, because yeah. it's, uh, you know... Little, a little-known... Yeah, a yeah. little-known piece of history. Yeah. Yeah, so definitely check that out. Um, so let's get into... We've seen a couple of movies since the last time we talked. <laughs> yeah. And two of the biggest ones, I cannot believe that we're only getting around to Wakanda Forever <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, but one of them was Black Panther, and then did you see The Avengers? Yeah, I saw it last okay. night. And so then we, we, The we, Avengers, we yeah. both saw this weekend. We both saw this weekend, yeah. And then, then I just want to talk about uh, Wrinkle in Time super quick in and between. I, and I got the Dark Tower super Yeah, fast. boom. So let's do it. Let's do this shit. Okay, on a scale from, uh, this is all late kids, but still we could talk about it because it's so fucking amazing. Yeah. On a scale from one to five, what are we giving Black, what are you giving Black Panther? Five. And in the, if you know T.I., you know that every movie is too long. <laughs> Was this movie too long? No. What? No. Then give that extra, yes. extra star right 5. there. 5.5. <laughs> okay, talk about it. Say your side. What, what are we talking um, about here? I mean, it's been so long that I'm going to be forgetting a lot of stuff. <laughs> But I thought it was, it was such a well-actualized world, mm-hmm. and it was, like, everything, it just felt so, like, layered and real, mm-hmm. and I really liked that about Wakanda. I want to move to Wakanda. Yes, but you can't move to Wakanda. I can't move to Wakanda. <laughs> um, I just thought, like, as an, as an action movie, an adventure movie, it was fucking great. Yeah. As a superhero movie, it was great. Yes. As, like, a movie that, like, the... It would have been... Okay, so everybody in the movie, all of the starring roles, except for one supporting role, are portrayed by black people. Mm -hmm. And I think it would have been really easy to make a one white person kind of a buffoon. Yeah. And I probably, that probably would have been my inclination, especially because Martin Freeman plays a buffoon so yeah. well. Mm-hmm. But he was kind of like bumbling, but well-intentioned and whatever. Yeah. But, and so he was, he was what he was. But like watching a movie the entire time, and, and you're, when you're, when I was watching it, it didn't occur to me, but like thinking about it afterwards, it's like, that was a movie with wall-to-wall amazing black actors in a world that is black people. Yeah. And I was like, like me, it made me excited. And I am <laughs> the whitest person on earth. And the fact that there were, you know, there's probably five main characters and three of them were women. 
Yes. And they were like great, great, well-rounded women. And it never felt like this is a movie about black people. Never. Or this is a movie for women. It, no. it never felt like that. It felt so like organic and well done. And it's so like seamless. Yeah. It's like yeah. this is a great movie about great people. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And I loved that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I have to see it again uh, when it's going to come out digitally. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, and me then too, for sure. All like any extras, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to see all the extras. It's like yeah. I do with the Star Wars shit. Yeah, um, super excited. And the supernatural bear, he he doesn't like he doesn't like movies. Is no, that right? He doesn't. Yeah, it's too much of a time um, commitment. And he just likes the trailers. And he he I asked so him. I was weird. like, and I was telling him about this movie because I was trying to explain to him like, listen, growing up. We didn't have this. There wasn't a movie that had, you know, he knows he's, you know, he knows he's part African-American, even though he doesn't really look like it, but he knows that he's like half um, and he, well, pretty much half. And he's like, I was trying to explain to him the important significance of this movie and how it's history making and groundbreaking and how growing up, there was never a movie that had an all African-American cast that wasn't a slave movie that mm-hmm. wasn't um, black exploitation. Like mm-hmm. this is a super super positive. And let, let, this is fucking Marvel. <laughs> yeah, and I felt like it was just sort of this this like celebration too of the different way that like people of color look. Yeah, like you had some like. People who are very dark-skinned, people who are really light-skinned, people who have, like, one kind of features, people who have another kind of features. It's, like, pan-African. It yeah, was... Yeah, because that's, oh, that's a real representation... about Yeah, it. it's a re- real representation of of of, of African-American... Of black, of, of just not even African-American, just of black people around the world, you uh-huh. know? Um, and then I think trying to explain that to the supernatural bear... He's like, oh, nice. Like, but he doesn't, he doesn't, yeah, there's he no doesn't point where he doesn't know, but I was just like, yeah, this is like. Well, and may he never know what it's like to grow and, up. And I think there was one point, I think I did a post and I, like, I almost was brought to tears because I was like, he doesn't, he's, he doesn't have to grow up in a time where they, this never happened. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, and, he's and got it's, this. It's fantastic. And this is just the beginning, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, and he, he said that. He's not a big fan of superheroes. I'm sure that will change. I'm hoping yeah. that will change when he gets older. But because he's so into Transformers and he, he feels he's a Cybertronian, um, he feels like they're better um, because they're from another planet um, and they can scan into different vehicles and animals. There and are <laughs> superheroes that are from other planets. Yeah, and but he, he <laughs> likes that, I don't know, robotic... Okay. Biomorphic, whatever he calls it. Um, so yeah, we'll see. But I, I, I think it's great for anyone of color to watch it, young or old. I think everyone across the board said how they were felt like they were kids all over again, uh-huh. and they were also imagining like what would have happened, the possibilities if this movie was around when we were kids. Uh-huh. Um, it's great for um, uh, any girl of any color to go see because uh-huh. it was. Uh, the, like you said, the mentioned the strong women female characters that didn't have that didn't have nothing to do with the male. No, no males had to save them. Like uh-huh. it, it wasn't. There was a, a a little bit of a romantic thing, but it wasn't really heavy on it. Didn't rely yeah. heavy on it. Um, the the yeah, soundtrack they, was amazing. I mean, they it was were like fucking, these women doing their own things. Yeah. It was fantastic. And you're right. The music was great. The music was great. And, you know, I was 
we talked about it before. I think I was supposed to go see the when it first came out, but I had the, the that horrific flu that's been going around. So I went to go see like way after the fact, but I got to see in the theater and I took um, my homegirl, Candy, who's Latina. And we, we stayed in the theater after it shut down for like two hours, just talking about this film, <laughs> like just talking about all the fucking levels, just breaking it down and how important this film is. And, you know, um, toxic masculine, like there's so many fucking things. Uh-huh. Um, that I just feel like it, it's it sparked so many conversations online and in person. Uh-huh. Um, this is fucking. It, it just I I can't wait to watch it again. And what I'll say too about this one that I'll pick back up in the Avengers is that the Marvel movies have been really good about creating villains that you kind of they kind of have a point. Yes. And I and so it's like they're villains, yeah, but they kind of have a point. Yeah. And you can understand, like, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe they're not wrong. Yeah. And so it was... I thought that the villain in... Quote-unquote villain in this movie, too, Killmonger was, was... Yeah. Yeah, it was great in that sense that you were like, I understand completely why he feels this way. Totally. He might be right, but that's just not how we're going to do things in Wakanda. Yeah. And I think it's... it's it, I think it ha- what that movie also showed was and I, I th- don't you feel like TV shows and movies in general are doing a way better job yes. of having these well rounded characters that are flawed a good per a, a, like a quote unquote like you know a bad person who has good yeah and yeah. vice versa because that's how we are like we yeah. all make mistakes we all you know fuck up and I feel like it did well, such a good job <laughs> some of not all of us are perfect like you T. <laughs> but you know a lot of us you know we go through phases. It also depends the state of mind we're in, what happened to us. Like in, in Killmonger's uh, uh, um, story, or in his case, you know, he was left behind. He was fucking left behind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you could see how that affected him, how much anger and how he had to kind of uh, disconnect from everything to survive such a traumatic event that it just led him to just be numb and just be super violent and not give a fuck and be super vengeful. Uh Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just such a a good film. And it also shows, like, uh, Black Panther, um, uh, T'Challa, like, how he... He also could be flawed, and now he's uh-huh. learning his way on how hard of, as fuck it is to be a leader. Um, and I wrote down here how his dad, when he went to go, oh God, turned, tears any time that him and his dad. Oh my goodness! And his dad says, "You are a good man with a good heart, and it's hard for a good man to be king." Mm-hmm. Like so many fucking gems, like mm-hmm. so many fucking gems up in here. Um, and then I really love the line of uh, Shuri, who was like everyone's. Favorite who stole the fucking movie. She was adorable. Um, and she says, just because something works doesn't mean it can't be improved. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 absorb that shit and let's 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 apply that to everything in life. Yeah, <laughs> relationships, uh-huh. our projects. Just because it worked doesn't mean it can't be improved. Uh-huh. So yes, um, all in all, we love this movie. Yeah, everyone and the mother has seen it already, so I'm sure you agree. Maybe um, you want to let us know if you loved it. Heaven forbid if you didn't like it. 
Um, that is when you can find us on the social media, like Facebook or something. Yeah. If anybody, ha- I love, I always love, like I read reviews. I wait to read reviews until after I've seen a movie. Mm-hmm. But then once I see the movie, I love reading reviews, hearing what other people think. So I would love to hear what anyone has to think if you're yeah so inclined and inspired. Yeah. So I'm excited for the digital to come out to see all yeah, the extras too. and see, you know, how that, how that works out. Um, and just super quickly, um, we talked about the book, Wrinkle in Time, I read it in preparation for the movie to come out. The first time I went, I think the day it came out, um, with Daylin, and we were pretty disappointed in the film. Oh. Yeah, we were disappointed. I think also from, I think from, she hadn't read the book since she was a kid, maybe, um, but I had just read it, and I think I was a little disappointed, and some of the acting wasn't the best, and the makeup and then so after the fact, I saw um, a talk with Ava and... The director. Uh, Ava, the director of Wrinkle in Time, and Kugler, the director of Black Panther, oh. and how they they basically edited and did their films simultaneously. Their offices were right across the hall from each other. Huh. So they spent a grip of time for, uh, with each other and he was just like in awe of her. He was in awe of him. And um, and then I will always complain, even in the promos, how bad I thought the makeup was for The Wrinkle in Time. I was like, you're just going to do, that's all you're going to do, just put glitter on the eyebrows and put some like different colored lipstick on. Like, that's it. That's how we're going to transform. These women who are supposed to be like these other worldly beings yeah and I was just like so that always bothered me in the trailers I was like maybe it'd be different when I'm watching the movie so I'm watching the movie and it's still bad I think there was maybe one area land that they were in or <coughs> planet they were on that I was like oh that's kind of decent but then in this talk they talked about so um, she's been working with the same makeup and wardrobe person forever and she was like, she reached out to her and was like, so you're going to, I'm going to do Ringo Time. You, you're with me, right? And she was like, no, sorry. Kugler already called me. I'm doing Black Panther. <laughs> so. So you're thinking. Hmm. So I'm thinking like, oh, well, all her good people. But, you know, it was history making as well because the first time a female director got this type of budget yep. doing sci-fi yep. um, to have a, a, a young uh, African-American girl as the lead, you know, have all these different... Um, um, people of color in the film. So then I forgot that I promised my niece that I was going to take her. She's 11, and she also read the book. Okay. So we were talking about it on the way. I didn't want to spoil anything for her, okay. and I also didn't want to know that I saw it already. Yeah. But I was just like, you know, sometimes they change things up. And I was also telling her how important this film is. You know, yeah. that when we had it, the same thing like with Black Panther, but I was telling her. And so um, we saw it in Irvine, and... I cried and I loved it because after I saw the first one, people were like, you know, remember this film is geared towards like 11 to like yeah, 9 to 14. Like that's the demo. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you yeah. got to simplify some shit. You yeah. can't get too deep, you know, da, da, da. And so I went in probably with a, and I was with an 11 year old and I went in with a more open mind uh-huh. and kind of went in kind of more like, Thinking like if I was her age, do you know what I'm saying? Did she enjoy it? She loved it, even though she had just read the book as well. Okay. Because there's some there's some uh, a main character that wasn't included in the movie that I feel like is in, like really important. Um, certain things. It was hard, it, it, and I heard um, Ava talk about it. Like it's hard 
there's something to, she kind of changed in translation because it would have made it too scary uh-huh. or too gross. Like, you know, when you read the book and then how she translated the world. So, like, I get that. So, even though that wasn't in there, it was fun. And it was really, it was just about love. Mm-hmm. How, you know, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. So, went in the first time, was like a bitch. Like, this sucks. <laughs> what the fuck? Da, 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 da. Went in the second time with the 11-year-old, my 11-year-old niece. And I was like, wow, this is nice. I cried. And, yeah. So, I'm excited to see if another one comes out and what happens. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to give Dark Tower that same benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I watched that on DVD. Like, what's Dark Tower? I'm trying to remember. Uh, it's a Stephen King. It's it's adapted from a Stephen King novel, um, Gunslinger uh, series. Okay. And it starred Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. Oh, yes. Now I remember. And so it no, came and, no go. It came and went in the theaters. Yeah, that's what, that. No, I didn't really hear anything. That's why. That's a, it's a tough... Uh, it's a tough world and movie, I think, to translate. Or not, like, it's a tough story and a tough, visually a tough world to kind of put into a movie. And it just shit the bed. Uh-huh. I made it through, like, two-thirds of the movie, and I was like, oh, I'll finish it in the morning. Never finish it. <laughs> well, so, so no recommendation. No there. big thumbs down. All right, all right. Dark Towers, no. Now let's get to something that just came out. Yep. So you saw Avengers the day after you got back from? Uh, yeah, I saw it Monday. Saw it Monday. No, it's Wednesday. You saw it last night. I saw it last night. What Kano? What up, Kano? <laughs> um, and we went. That was uh, his first time going to the D box, being in a D box seat. What's that? It's uh, only in the Cinemark line of theaters, uh-huh. and um, the you, D-Box is... Like the vibrations and Yeah, stuff? it's like the, the Star Tour seat. Was it cool? Yeah, I've seen uh, Star Wars, a couple of Star Wars films. I saw Black Panther that way. Okay. So it's my new move, okay. if possible. We should go see a movie yeah. in that. Like where, a, is, where is one? Uh, there's one right here in the hood. That's where I about, saw Black Panther. Uh, but we went to the one over here at Howard Hughes. Okay. Cinemark 18. Uh-huh. Um, you could also do like 3D with the D-Box. You get the full bit. I can't do 3D because of my glasses and my vision. Last yeah, time I yeah. tried it, I got a headache. But D-Box is fun. Ask, and you can um, adjust it okay. to be like hella crazy vibration. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it sways. And, you know, when it you know it goes with the movie. It's choreographed to the movie. Huh. Um, but it's fun because especially like when there's certain parts of any movie, but especially like superhero or like thrillers where something pops out. It shakes you extra. So I'm like, oh shit. Um, yeah, so it was his first time on the D box. Um, yeah, so who did you go with? Uh, and your I went with my friend Sean, who's. Who uh, said you're not that funny? Who said I'm not that funny? Who's <laughs> oftentimes my movie going buddy because I. Um, I'll generally go to movies like late afternoon, um, cause I can start early on my day and wrap up my work day early. Nice. Um, cause most of the people I work with are on the East coast and, uh, she works evenings, so oh, it what? all works out. Um, so, uh, let's see Avengers. I thought that it was very good, but I thought that it was a little f- kind of thin at times, I think partly because you had so many different, and it's really kind of a feat when you look back at it. You have so many different main Marvel characters, Mm -hmm. like 10, and each of them have their own fairly distinct Mm storylines that are interconnected to everyone else, but in many cases, not especially. Yeah. So it's like everybody has their own trajectory, 
and they all have to weave together but still be their own story. You have to give, you know, the characters, like, it can't just be a monolith of, like, hey, everybody, let's go over here. Yeah. Like, you just can't do that. It's not interesting. And so I was really impressed by how well they did that. Um, I liked it, and we'll see it again in the theater. Um, was it too long for you? It was a little long. Because for me, it was long. It, I mean, the length, it was actually long, but it didn't feel long to me. Like, yeah. I, I didn't feel like I was there forever. Like, well, come on, man, wrap it up. Yeah. I mean, there, I've, I felt like it was long, but it, you're right. Like I don't, normally I'm like, oh, they could have cut like 10 parts of this out, <laughs> but I don't know what you could have cut out of this movie. No, I don't think you, yeah. And, um, for me, Avengers, I give like a 4.2. Black okay. Panther, I give a five. Even okay. though they're different, and I know it's like yeah, you said, that's, it's that's a, probably about what I would do. Yeah, maybe maybe a four point three or four. Yeah. Oh, okay. A little bit more. But but you you are correct. It is hard to do what they uh, did and accomplish it, and it was funny, and it wasn't yes. like uh, that last Star Wars trying to be funny. Like it was yeah. perfect Ugh. amount. I, there was so much laughing, and there was some times where I was like rolling. I was like doing the thing where I'm like tapping Kane on the shoulder, like what. <laughs> um, like, so it was a lot of that. Um, yeah. I, I like one thing that I've thought before watching the previous Avengers movies is that I've been really impressed by how well they actualize each of the characters and give them their own story. Like granted Hawkeye was missing from this one, um, but that's cool. Nobody gives a fuck about Hawkeye anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy Renner. Um, but then you add in the Guardians of the Galaxy. That was And awesome. like a whole story for Gamora with her father. Yeah. And like that's a whole thing. And so it was like, it was a no joke, like a lot of characters to tell their story. And I was just very, like, just from a sort of technical standpoint, yeah. like, wow, I'm impressed you were able to do all of that in two and a half hours. And that's real. Yeah. And then the, there were so many movies that you had to watch to lead up to this that I forgot certain things. Like, oh, yes. like, oh yeah, her sister. Yeah. Totally. And the person <laughs> that I saw it with, she was like, wait, what's Vision? I was like... <laughs> And I wish I could have been like, pause. Okay, so Vision is a sentient robot that carries an infinity stone imbued with the powers of... I mean, it's like, how the fuck do you explain that? What did you tell her? I was like... I was like, do you remember the voice that was in um, Iron Man's suit? Jarvis? She was like, yeah. I was like, that's basically him. (laughs) Nice. Um, although as somebody pointed out, they were like, is no one concerned about the fact that Vision is basically Scarlet, which is sex robot? <laughs> right? I mean, it really is. Yeah, yeah. Totally. He's her sex robot. Yeah. Um. That's why it was so hard for her to kill him. Oh, that was so sad. <laughs> that was sad. I was getting a little, a little bit of water in my eyes. Yeah. That was really sad. Um, the, like, I liked when the, um the Thanos army shows up and they start fucking with our characters Uh and like watching that showdown Uh was of interesting, like characters teaming up together to, to defend and all that was interesting. Um, there were obviously, I I don't, I don't know how much I want to spoil. Oh, we already spoiled it. Yeah. Um, the death right out of the gate. Yeah. Was the, was also the character that I was like, nah, you can't kill him. Loki. Yeah. Like, Loki's never dead. Yeah. He's the god of mischief. He's never dead. And then the, the one thing where I will give demerits, and I understand that you had to end somehow, 
But the fact that like half of the characters disappeared as part of Thanos's plan to restore balance to the universe. So half of the characters are gone and I'm all, mm, no, because um, he's got a next movie, movie coming out in two exactly years. Exactly. You know, can't be dead, right? There's another Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther's in pre-production right now. <laughs> Spider-Man has like a, there's a Spider-Man coming out in like 2019, I think. Yeah. I'm like, they're not dead. And if they're not dead, then no one's dead. Yeah. So because... What, yeah. But, but, um, I felt that was like a little bit of a cop out. Yeah. But you've read the comic because this is like, I have not read the comic that this is based on. So I don't know how they handle it in the comics. I do know that in the comics, he snaps his fingers and half of the people are gone. I don't know how they come back, Yeah. but like comic books, you know, you can just kill somebody over and over and over again and, and they, they find back. a way to come back. Totally. What I thought and what I still believe is going to happen by the end of, um, by the end of the next movie is Think about how much money it costs to put all of these people in one movie. And so they have to get rid of some of them. Yeah. And Idris Elba's out for sure. He's really dead. He's got to be really dead. Uh. And it kind of wouldn't surprise me if Hiddleston was really, really dead. Um, But the people who walking into it, the two people that I thought were for sure no bullshit going to die in this movie or the next movie are Iron Man and totally. Captain America. Totally. In we talked about this in the theater and the trailer when they you don't know who he's really talking to but they kind of you make it seem like he's doing it to Thor, I believe, or Captain America and he was like I hope they remember you or whatever. Yes, yes. So I was like, oh shit, one of the it's totally Captain yeah. America or Iron Man. Yeah. Or Thor or one like one of those three. I was like, it's totally, totally gone, crushed, head crushed. Yeah. Um and you know, because of, you know, everyone's spoiled shit kinda of a little bit on memes, um, with memes. You know, everyone was doing those um, the sh- the Suge Knight memes of Thanos. Have you seen that? that? I'll no. have to show it to you. Because um, you know when when um, Suge Knight went uh, to the BT Hip Hop Awards and it was in New York and it was that East Coast West Coast beef. Uh-huh. I remember Suge Knight was like, "If you don't want, you know, producers all up in your videos and da 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 da." So basically, they did it like that, but it was Thanos, uh-huh. and it was like, you know, if you want your villains, like, basically saying, like, he was, like, hella thuggish. So I was going into the movie saying, like, okay, so let me get ready. Because, uh-huh. you know, how everyone's, like, saying how it was just dead silent at the end of the movie yeah. and da 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 So I was like, okay, so people are going to die that we really love, and they're going to die in the most crushing, fucked up way. Like, yeah. he's going to crush them. Because if he's supposed to be like Suge Knight, he's going to be ruthless, and he's not going to give a fuck. Yeah. But it, he was really elegant. Like, that's how yes. you killed everyone. They just went they, they went into little, like, ashes, and they just kind of floated away. Like, the hardest, I think the hardest thing was when he killed Loki by choking him like that, and then tossing Gamora off the shit. And he didn't even do, he didn't even, he threw her off. Yeah. Like, it, he didn't, cr- I wanted yeah. to see him crush heads. Uh, well, and, he, and I thought to, when, uh, when Iron he, Man. When he stabbed Iron Man, I was like, I was oh, like there here we go. There this it is, is. There it is. Yeah, but. Yeah, so I don't know what people are talking about. He he's not Suge Knight. There were a couple things that I that felt a little bit like missteps. One was like I liked the way that they played he and Gamora showing up where the Soul Stone is uh-huh. when they had like red skulls. Mm-hmm. And like hey, you know who plays red skull? Well, it's it's usually it was Hugo Weaving in like the previous things, but not in this one. No, you know, yeah, because he I read a thing that he's like, yeah, this is not my steez, basically. I'm not going to do this again. I'm contractually obligated, but I don't, you know, I did it once. I don't have to do it again. That type of shit. Um, it's okay. Mr. Matrix, right? The, it's the gay, it's the gay 
the gay dude on Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Lanzarin. Yeah. Is that, yeah, yes, yes, Lanzarin. Yes, yes. He's play, he plays that. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but at the point when um, <laughs> they have when they have the realization on the cliff and she starts laughing and she's like You lost. Yeah, she's like, Of course, you don't love anything. Yeah. And you have to sacrifice something you love. Like I was like, Oh, that's pretty clever. But I, I was like, what I wanted to see her do is when they were standing over it. Why doesn't she take a flying leap and push him over? Exactly. Or grab him and the two of them go over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or throw herself off because that's her sacrificing herself. Well, she tried to kill herself with the da- with the dagger that yeah, she gave Yeah, yeah. She should have known better. <laughs> so that was a little annoying. And then the other thing that I think some people were initially like, what about was Doctor Strange handing over the, yeah, yeah. the stone. I, what, what is his one? The time stone? Um... But I think that, like, he was, he's, out of all of them, he's the one who's seen the end game yeah. out of whatever, like, 14 million, however many options. And he said there was this one. And, this and there's the, one. And you have to know that that's the way that's that the he one. knows. Like, I have to turn the stone over. He did with, like, no hesitation because motherfucker saw. He yeah. saw. So he, he knows. Like, so he'll turn it over. And then yeah. what, I mean, here's the real spoiler alert. So at the very end, obviously, after all of the credits, Marvel mm-hmm. always has, like, a scene. Mm-hmm. And this one was Nick Fury and what's-her-name. And, um, Maria, Mary, no, I don't remember her name. Anyway, anyway, the former shield people. Yeah. And he goes to make a call. From how I met your mother. Yes. <laughs> and also the TV show agents of shield. Oh, she is. Yeah. Oh, she was, oh. she did the crossover. Oh, nice. Nice. From TV to film. Uh huh. And, um, so, right. So they end with her paging with him paging on some like weird old it's school like technology. Red. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is that? So I looked it up. I looked it up. It is, um, and that is the emblem for um, Captain Captain Marvel. Marvel. Yes, Captain Marvel. I didn't know at the time, but when I got home, I asked everyone and their mother. Yes. And then, and I was like, wait a second. I heard that like uh, maybe a couple, a month ago, two months ago, they cast Brie Larson. Yeah. As Who Captain I love. Marvel. And Captain Marvel is, um, what's his name? Kevin Feige, the guy that runs the whole like Marvel movie thing. He has said before, Captain Marvel is the most powerful, powerful. of all of yeah. the like of all of the people in this realm. So she's gonna show up, she's gonna turn time backwards, they're gonna bend reality, they're gonna do whatever yeah. they're gonna yeah. do. Some people are gonna have to sacrifice themselves for it to happen. Yeah. It will be like Tony Stark and he had a good run. It's and been Steve 10 Rogers. Years. Yeah. And so I still think that's going to happen. By the way, one other thing that I loved, that I also loved so much in Thor, it was so badass, is that, and you didn't see the last Thor movie, right? Yeah. You did? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So one of the- Oh, I sure did. When I had the flu. Oh, good. (laughs) And one of the things that I loved about the last Thor movie is that, you know, he's always this, like, hunky whatever guy with Mjolnir, his his rad hammer, (laughs) and um, was the realization that his dad was like- um, you're the god of thunder. You're not the, like the god of hammers. Yeah. And he was like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> and then at the very end, um, when they're having like their huge final showdown, and I think that it's, I think it's back to like immigrant song, and it's all like, doom, 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 doom. and all of a sudden he's like, yeah. fucking shit up, and he's like glowing blue, and you're like, yes. <laughs> And there were there was like a Thor being like, yes, he's a god. Yeah, totally. In, that in was, the theater, and I was like, so badass. We were like, yeah. everyone like laughing and shit, like hell yeah. 
Yeah, that was great. Yeah, it 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 was it Thor was good. Just, Thor still, I like. I don't get it as much now because we've had so many of these movies, and it's hard to have that moment. It's almost like butterflies in your stomach, but just like that moment of like <gasps> that little like frisson of energy that you get when yeah. you're all, oh yes, yeah. kick some ass. Yeah. Like it's so, so fun. Yeah. And I must say, it was a good thing that I don't know if that's what happens in the comics that he cut his hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. He's hot with but the short fucking hair. With the hot, that changed me. Yeah. That oh, really? That was me. what... That's oh, I what follow me. that motherfucker on Instagram now. <laughs> um, he's married to... You know, he probably speaks Spanish since his wife is Spanish. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I just... Uh, I'm um, all about it. And I don't even like big muscles like that, but no, I'll take neither. that. Yeah. I'll take that. I also thought that um, totally, like, most underrated on the undercard or, or best on the undercard was um what's his name Batista who plays um he's one of the guardians of the galaxy totally blanking on his name oh, and he yeah, plays yeah. like uh-huh, the yeah. big meathead guy hilarious so funny he was like I'm invisible yeah he's like <laughs> it's like an angel had a baby with a pirate <laughs> that 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 was one of my favorite <laughs> scenes exchanges of the yeah. movie yeah. like there were so many but that whole thing was Hilarious. Yeah. And then when um what's his name starts trying to talk like him. Yes, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny too, because when they said something about when he was like, Well, maybe you've gained a little bit of weight, oh, yeah. I was like, I think that he has gained a yeah, little he bit did, of weight. Yeah, when, as soon as they said that, and then looking at And I was back, all there is like back. a little double chin, and he's yeah. all like making the double chin yeah. gesture. I was like, Oh my god, he did kind of gain yeah, some weight. He was like, and this but I, it was a funny way, like, I mean, hopefully he didn't go home and cry and, like, eat a pizza. <laughs> but it was a good way to reference that. Yes. Oh, my God. That was so good. And, and then, I love how he called, um, what's his name? I forget his name. He's like, he's like, okay, let's go, little rabbit. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And he was all, ugh. Um, rocket. Uh, and then, I, like, it took me literally one second, and I, like, shoved Sean when Peter Dinklage showed up. Oh, my God. It took me half a second. Yeah. We were dying. We, yeah. Like, Kate and I were looking at each other. We were dying. I, and I was like, what a funny role to put him in. Another good sense of humor. <laughs> like a, a giant dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good times. It was good. I can't wait for the next one, but I expect that, I expect that they're going to roll back Every one of the deaths up to and perhaps including Loki or Loki will figure something out. Yeah. Come back or something. And then, yeah. And then, cause I feel like they're going to want to keep some of their second string around for future movies. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like the last couple, the last Thor movie was like such a huge hit. I think that they'll get Hemsworth back for another one. Yeah. But I, I think next is, is I saw that Captain Marvel comes out in March of next year. Yes. So do we know, I didn't look any further to see if there's anything in between that. So basically I think she has just, to come out. I think it's just the, her. yes. And then we have to wait for that shit to come out to then see what happens in this film. Uh-huh. So 2020. I think it's 2019, but I think it's in the fall. Okay. I could do it next year in the fall. I could do it. Yeah, I think it's, I now, think, I don't know, I'll have to double check. Now I'm starting to get in your territory of everything that you used to say about hoping that you're alive to see. Wouldn't the, that be I, your biggest disappointment <laughs> if you never knew how the, the Infinity Stones ended? I want to know how the Infinity Stone ends. I want to know if Killmonger's still alive. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's like all these different things. I know, I yeah. know. That's yeah. always been a fear yeah. of mine. It was funny because <laughs> at the end of that one and I saw the symbol and then... um. Kano and I was like, what does that mean? He goes, I don't know. And then someone down there, like in the seats, like the front seats, 
this girl, she was like all excited, like she knew exactly what it was. And I could tell, even in the dark, she had a little hoodie on, right? And and then Kano was like, he's like, we should yell, nerd, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then, um, so then I met, that girl was in the bathroom. Uh-huh. And I was like, excuse me, were you an adventure? She goes, yeah. I go, um, yeah, you, do you know what that, you know, symbol at the end that was like on that pager? And, and she goes, um, she goes, oh, she goes, I don't. And then I walked away. I was like, well, then why the fuck were you jumping up and down then, bitch? <laughs> I just like, but I was like, hmm. I go, that didn't help. So then I, I came home and then I texted um, Jerome uh-huh. and uh, Tracy. Jerome. Yeah, and Tra- Tracy Tuber, who was already Mimi's because it was late. And then I was like, it, who, what, what, what was that? Who can help me with this one? Yeah. And then he was like, I think, and I forgot who else I, I hit up. And then I'm like, yeah, I believe. Oh, K. Pepper. She was like, yeah, I think it's. Uh, it's. She's like, yeah, I looked it up. It's. It's Captain um, Marvel and da da da. So then I started doing research on her. Uh-huh. You know how you just yeah, totally. go down the fucking nerding out. That's totally called nerding out. Nerding out. Um. So now I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, and then the hot the uh, solo trailer that they showed before. Uh huh. On the fence. It, it's. I was super on the fence, and then this last trailer that we saw last night, uh-huh. I hadn't seen it. Uh, it was like one of the latest ones. Um, I'm, I'm all about it. Okay. And You're off the fence. I'm off the fence. I'm all about it, at, which is in a couple of weeks, on the 25th. Um, that would be a fun one to go see in a D-box. And uh, fucking Donald Glover, it looks fucking amazing in that uh-huh. shit. Uh-huh. And um, today's Wednesday. This Saturday, he's going to be hosting... And he's going to be the musical guest on SNL. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's a quick way we could segue to his show Atlanta. You don't oh, yeah? watch? You mm-hmm. watch? Um, I watched two or three episodes of the first season. I liked it very much. I will finish watching it. I just Please. haven't gotten to it. Okay, we won't talk about it until you finish watching it and okay. you catch up. I've heard that one the second two. season is so good. Dude. Ugh, like people, people were like, the first season was good. The second season oh is God. just like double down. Oh my God. It's the whole, the whole theme of the whole season is robbing season. So like I listened to all like the black who tips and, um, and a couple of other, uh, podcasts that break down the episode because there's so many fucking layers uh-huh. and you're like, okay, well then they would, in this one, the robbing was this and this and that robbing of time. And I mean, it's so the Teddy, uh, if those of you who watch Atlanta know that once she watches the motherfucking Teddy Perkins episode, I think that was the one that I'll my bet. friends were telling me the other Dude. day at dinner. They oh were like, God. "Oh my god, that episode!" Dude, all bets are off. That shit is fucking genius. And everyone said across the board, if he doesn't win an Emmy for writing that shit and acting in that shit, I mean, and 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 I'm just I don't know. This it's just so good, and I'm sad that there's like I think one episode left or two episodes left. Well, there's still like a dozen episodes left for me. I know. You're lucky. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. So we'll yeah. talk about it after you've seen it so we can I, discuss. I will because I'm, uh, I'm working on The Magicians right now. Um, okay. Which is another one of those ones that like. SCW? Sci-fi? Mm, sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Sifi. Sifi. Uh, and it's a, it's a book series. I read the first two books by Lev Grossman. And um, TV shows very different. From the book, surprise, surprise. Um, but like the character, the lead character, one of the things I liked about it is that the lead character is so deeply unlikable in the mm. books. Mm. Like you feel sorry for him 
and you understand that he's the protagonist, and usually at the last minute he ends up doing the right thing. Mm. But he's kind of a shitbag. And, like, but that makes him kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, And he's much more likable on the TV show. But uh, a friend of mine, more an acquaintance of mine, she's the showrunner on it. Oh, nice. Um, And I would love to get her on here if I could. Yes, let's do that shit. Yeah, so she was on Supernatural for many years. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's interesting. About halfway through the first season, oh, and people were like, eh, first season's all right. And then people were like, ooh, second season's good. And then people were like, the third season is fucking bananas. Wow, okay. And they just started the fourth one. So I was like, oh, shit, I better get up to speed on this. Okay, so see if I can get into yeah, that Yeah, but one. then I'll also, I will also do some uh, Atlanta-ing. Yeah, do it. Um, yeah, it's not as long as I thought it was going to be. I know. Minute seven, one hour, seven minutes. Yeah, we're good. We're good. I think but you know what we didn't talk thing. about? We what didn't we talk, talk about The Walking Dead. So you're done? I'm done. We didn't talk about it on Just the Tips because you hadn't watched it. Okay, yeah. but thoughts? Thoughts. Um, I finished the last episode really late, and I was super burnt out, so I want to go back and watch it again because I was... I started to listen to the Show Enough podcast about it, <laughs> and I got about, like, 20 minutes in, and I was like, nah, pause. Like, they're saying things that I wasn't, Just I didn't pick up on. on at all. But why don't, why don't we discuss it? Next time. Yeah, because yeah. now okay. we can get into the meat of it yeah. um, and go through whole that. And, and then Fear the Walking Dead. Everyone, you say it. The Black Eye Tips, Rod and Karen say it. A lot of people say that it's so good. It's... The last season, third season, was um, almost as good as the best of The Walking Dead. Wow, wow. That's saying a lot. Yeah. And so Morgan already had his crossover? Yeah, Morgan is now... um, I watched the first episode of Fear the Walking Dead. Morgan is now in their world. Was it weird? Was it plausible? Barely. (laughs) Like, that's a long fucking way to walk, is all I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was like, how are they going to do that? like a they long showed, way to walk. They showed it right after the season finale of Walking Dead. And it, I think he, he drove part of it. Oh. But still. Still. Um, and I had it recorded, so I could have watched it, but then I was like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. So I was like, no, I'm cool. I've heard that this season they were making a concerted effort for people who were new to Fear the Walking Dead to be able to pick up what's going on. Mm. Based on the first episode, easily done. Um, but I think that it's worth going back and starting at the beginning. The first half of the first season, a lot of people didn't really care for. I thought it was fine. They just thought it was not enough zombies. I think that was the big oh. complaint. Because it was like... They're the, just starting. It was like, yeah, it was like the first couple days of yeah. the zombie apocalypse before, you know, like the only person who'd seen them was one of the characters on the show. Yeah. And, was, and he thought that he was hallucinating. So he's like, whatever. Yeah. So, you know, it, it takes a while to really ramp up. But I thought the last couple episodes of Fear the Walking Dead on the first season were amazing. I liked the second season a lot, a little slow at times, but then the third season was just like bananas from mm-hmm. the get-go. Um, I think, believe you told me, it's not a spoiler, but you told me that he was off, the main guy from the first season that was in Once Were yeah. Warriors. Yeah, apparently to focus on his film career, because uh, he was in the preview for, a, he was in a trailer that we saw before the Avengers called The Meg... It is about um, Megalodon, a giant shark from the prehistoric era. Wow. And the, and it has a real cast. It has, like, Jason Statham. 
That guy from Once Were Warriors. Yeah. Um, Ruby, whatever her name is, from um, Orange is the New Black. Oh, mm-hmm. Uh, other people you have recognized. Super multicultural cast because it's clearly one of those big, cheap, dumb action movies yeah. that they're just going to, like, kick over to Asia and watch it, like, mop the floor. Oh, my God. But it was so But that was the thing that dumb. he got off the show to do, focus because on Because his... he wanted to focus on his movie career, and then that was the movie choice that he made. Wow. Wow. Um, the thing, here's just my one bitch that I'm going to say about the, a Megalodon movie. I mean, it's called The Meg. Come on. The Meg. But it, it's a, it shows a lot of, like, uh, this Megalodon terrorizing beach beachgoers, swimmers. Like, a Megalodon, especially one that's the size that they're suggesting, which is ridiculous, wouldn't be eat, It'd be like us running around trying Trick to eat ants. crickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's just no point. You need to eat a whole lot of crickets. That's crazy. Like, this thing would be out trying to find some whales. That's like a snack. How did he die on... I just want to know how he died on, on Fear of the Walking Dead. Uh, shot. <laughs> Who shot him? I'm not going to tell you. Come on! It's a mystery. Oh. I already told you part of it. Oh, my goodness. I'm not going to go back. I didn't think that... Too much. It's too much. No, you got to go back. It's too much. I didn't it's think too much that, stress. I didn't think he was really dead for, like, two episodes. Really? And then I was like, wait, is this motherfucker really dead? <laughs> and I went online, and they were like, yeah, he left the show. I was like, fuck that shit. He's looking back like I fucked up. He's, he's like, I made some choices in life, and I'm not <laughs> proud of them. He was, like, on his high horse. He was Totally. Like, and he should have been like, oh, shit, now Fear the Walking Dead is doing super well. He could have been, he could have been Rick. He could have been, been Rick. He could have been the Rick. Although Rick is, Rick is a girl. Rick's a lady in this one. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. Madison. I like her. Yeah, she's great. He could have been... He could have been... Michonne. Yeah, he could have been Michonne. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Sometimes the choices you no make... No accounting for taste. Wow. The Meg, huh? Yeah, the Was Meg. that supposed to be summer blockbuster? Oh, yeah. I mean, summer. <laughs> the Nablockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, all right. I think that wraps it up. Yeah. And we'll figure out um, there might be some changes that happen in the summer. Yeah, there might be. So um, we'll see. We'll see when the next time we record. I'll probably remotely for sure. Yep. Um, and then don't forget that at the end of most of the episodes, you get a little surprise. Yeah. After if you the listen outro. to the music. Yeah. Keep listening, and then once you realize that little Easter egg, then go back. And listen to the... Oh, you know what? The one thing that we didn't discuss, I'm just going to say yeah. it really quickly. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. saw Ready Player One. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about that. I want to hear about that. It was pretty good. Too long? Too long. Too long. Um, I would have liked an... Annot- I would li- I want to watch the annotated version that tells me exactly what pop culture reference I'm currently... References I'm currently seeing in any scene. It okay. seems like a good, um, like, integrated third screen experience that oh, you nice. could have is tell nice. people that. It was good. It was, um, it was, it was good. It was Isn't that skewed not, toward more teens for more teens? I don't know. No, I think people our age, too, because it's all about 80, the 80s, oh. pop culture stuff. But it, like, it was good. It just felt a little flat and a little, like, kind of dragged in parts mm. a little bit. But there were, I mean, parts of it were great and super fun. Like, seeing um, Mecha Godzilla battle the Iron Robot. Yeah, it's pretty times. cool. It's pretty epic. So, uh, I don't have to see it in a theater. I could see it. No, 
no, digital. I mean, it's alternative yeah. method. Yeah, it'd be fun to see it on that because, you know, some things like the Iron Giant are nice to see. <laughs> um, gosh, Kanoa would like the Iron Giant Supernatural Bear. <laughs> Great. No, I'm just going to leave it in. I don't care. <laughs> we'll take it out next time. Um, um, he, uh, he hasn't seen the Iron Giant. No, he hasn't seen any movies. Might, be a, little, any might movie. be a little sad for kid, a kid his oh, age. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's sad for a kid my age. I was like 30. Like, like I said, he did. He told me to stop reading Harry Potter because he said it was inappropriate because his parents died right off the bat. His parents were murdered, which is true. Yeah, which is true. But um, I have some problems with uh, Batman. I know, like all these. He has. I go, come on. He's like, maybe while I'm ten. He's like, let's wait a couple years. He's like, I'm thinking about ten. I was like, fuck. Um, but I said fuck in the car today on my way to take him to science, and I forgot what he's... He's like, oh, you shouldn't say that, Mom. He's like, that's that's inappropriate. I go, I know. I was like, but they, you know, they deserved it. I go, but you're right. I shouldn't have said it. And then he said, I, for, I have to remember what he told me to say. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try to say that instead. Oh, uh, we have a new word to use instead of the F word. Yeah. It's something, something having to do with one of the... Me- I don't know if you guys understand how many different Transformer shows, animation... Like all different, there's like so many. So when he's telling me, he talks about it all day long. He's like, yeah, you know, because in, in um, Transformers, Robots in Disguise, or Transformers um, G1, Generation 1, First uh-huh. Generation. And he's like, or Transform um, Rescue Bots, da 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 da. And I was just like, I just, so it's something to do with that. Okay. And I was like, okay, that sounds good. I, I can say it and have that oomph. That fuck okay. has. Uh-huh. So I have to try it. Now I forgot it, so I'll say fuck again and I'll get in trouble. But, uh, <laughs> but then you'll remember it the time after. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anything else? Anything else coming at you that we forgot? Because it's been a while since we had a long episode. Nope. I'm uh, I'm just getting ready to enjoy summer. Yeah. See some Elton John. Oh, yeah. And to um, spend some time in Washington for the summer. My favorite time there. Nice. Mm-hmm. And if... The stars, if the lords and dragons above um, <laughs> say it to be so, then um, Supernatural Bear and I will be heading up yeah. to visit. It's, it's a good place. It's a good for place summer. for kids. My kid brought her, my friend brought her, gosh, how old my is kid. she? My kid. My kid brought her mom there. <laughs> um, she brought her kid, I think Mackenzie's five. Um, she had the best time ever. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, loved it. And my friend was, she was like, I honestly still get a little teary eyed. Like, remembering her, like, running through the fields with, like, dogs and, like, just playing. She was, like... Uh, Whose dogs? My neighbors. Oh, I mean, Supernatural Bear is going to freak out because he he keeps asking for a dog. And I was just like, well, you got to be responsible. Yeah, everyone's got dogs. So we get to play with someone else's dog. Yeah. And, like, running through fields with dogs. I mean, Uh, come on. It's pretty idyllic. In slow motion, too. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Then you got to check them for ticks afterwards. Oh, yeah, totally. I have a friend... They live in Boston, like, well, near Boston, I guess. It's, like, in a rural area, and she says that every day they, like, her two kids or two sons and her husband come in. It's a tick, like, search every fucking day. I've never been chewed on by a tick. It's my fear, because I don't want Lyme disease. I know. Um, is, you know, as long as you keep pants on. Okay. And your pants tucked into socks or something like that if you're scrambling through okay, bushes so, so and stuff like that. Do. 
Yeah, because they hang out on the ends, on the end of like tall grass and bushes and trees, mm-hmm. like hanging on the end, waiting for like an animal, something with warm Got blood it. to clamp onto. They can't, once they've clamped onto a dog or an animal, they're not gonna, they can't jump off and get onto you. No. Okay, so, so it's then you really to, once, walking by. Once they clamp, yeah, you have to like sort of brush them physically. Uh, um, and once they clamp on, then you have to kill them to get them out. You gotta burn them. Burn them with fire. Burn, yeah, I've seen that. Ugh. That's my nightmare. Um, all right, then. On that note. On, on that happy note. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> <laughs> happy, uh, happy May, everybody. Yeah. Peace out, nerds. there this is Aritzi Periwinkle and today we are joined by our special guest the supernatural bear supernatural bear say hello hey why don't you get a little closer to the mic there supernatural bear got it um and if you would like to tell the folks what planet you're from it is Cybertron it's a planet called Cybertron and it is out of Earth's atmosphere Oh, it's out of Earth's atmosphere. Got it. Okay, thank you. Thank you.